Welcome to the Ask Zach Show. I'm your host, Zach Childs. I've spent the last 30 years working in the music industry here in Nashville, Tennessee, during which I've done everything from touring with major artists like Brad Paisley and Carrie Underwood to playing the nastiest dive bars or even the occasional wedding. This show is all about barreling down the rabbit hole on all things guitar and the music we love. We will cover the legendary players, gear insights, and even some interviews along the way. I hope you enjoy. To support the show, follow the links in the description to find out about my Patreon page. Or go to my store at AskZach.com to pick up a coffee mug or t-shirt. Now, let's dive in. friends and welcome to another Ask Zach. Hope you're doing well today. Today we're going to talk about fuzz and my journey with fuzz pedals and how it's been something, uh, a type of circuit that I've hated through the years and, and probably never really understood properly until more recently. And uh, also we're going to touch a little bit uh, at the end, we're going to touch a little bit more on using a capo and electric guitar. So that's, that's today's topics. So, if you've been enjoying the show and you haven't subscribed yet, well, please go down in the corner. And uh, if you've already subscribed, then please support the channel. There are multiple ways. There's tip jar information in the description. Or you can go to askzack.com and pick up uh, merch like this uh, t-shirt with a Fender amp circuit design. Or you can become a, a monthly supporter of Ask Zach uh, via Friends of Ask Zach, and you can find out more at the website. All right, thanks. Well, let's 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 dive into fuzz. So, you know, for most guys that learn how to play guitar in the '80s, you know, the only time you really heard about fuzz was <laughs> like Guitar World, you know. Or guitar player artist, especially guitar world. It seemed like they had Jimi Hendrix on the cover, you know, every uh, every year or two, and there would be some type of retrospective on Jimi Hendrix, and you'd hear about fuzz pedals, or perhaps you know Steve Ray Vaughan would do kind of 
he would do voodoo child or things like that. And sometimes he would use a fuzz face and you'd hear about his kind of, uh, you know, playing and, and using that equipment as an homage to Jimmy. And then of course, uh, Eric Johnson. So those were, were kind of the examples that I heard about the most at that point, but being exposed to a fuzz pedal was, was not common. Uh, they just weren't around. And when you did see them, you know, they looked weird. You know, there was a, you know, you'd see like an original fuzz face, maybe at a vintage guitar show, or maybe that was in a, uh, a glass case at a music store. And it'd be like, you know, what, what is that? You know, it just looks so weird. You know, it, it didn't look like a boss or an Ibanez pedal, you know, cause it was way, way before it. And, uh, I think it was just, it was just kind of a, a turn off. And then later on, companies like Full Tone and others started making fuzz pedals in the 90s. You, know, you had like the 69 pedal and you had like some fuzz octave pedals and, and different things like that. And, you know, then you started hearing about things like the Black Crows or, or the fact that maybe the Stones had used, you know, fuzz besides just like satisfaction, but in, in other ways. And you'd, I would try them out and they would just seem so over the top. Um, there, there was hard to get uh, subtlety out of it. And, and I know, you know, part of it is the guitar and, you know, and also the, the pot, your volume pot and, and how the taper is on it. Um, but I just never connected with fuzz pedals and, uh, just never cared for one. I don't think I've ever had a fuzz pedal on my pedal board or really even been horribly curious about them. If I heard about someone using one, I'd be like, oh, that's just some kind of shtick. So fast forward many, many years and my buddy Austin Skinner, who you you know about from the uh, playing downtown Nashville episode. And, and again, he's the guy that if it weren't for him, I wouldn't be doing the Ask Zach show. And he's a, a good friend. Uh, again, I've known him since he was 10 and I was 20. And now we're older than that. And I was recently over at his place and he, uh, he had to play that night. We went, went to supper and then he was having to play like 10 to two or something like that. And, uh, he said, plug into my pedal board and let me make sure I got everything working right. Cause he was, you know, like you do at times you're taking one pedal board and you're shifting it into other stuff because he had been doing, he had done a fly date and he had to have stuff where he was using like a modeling amp. And then he was doing something where he was using an amp and, and he was moving some stuff around. And so I had this guitar with me cause I was showing it to him cause he hadn't seen it yet. And he, uh, he, you know, was plugging into some different things and showing off his you know, echoes and different things that he had. And then I was like, wait, 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 what, what am I hearing right now? I said, turn the echo off. I said, what's on right now? And he said, Oh, that's a, that's a sun line. I said, what's that? He said, well, it's an analog, man. It's a boost. And it's also their, their sun face fuzz. And I said, well, what part of it is on? He said, well, just, just the fuzz. I said, really? I said, that's fuzz. Because what it sounded like was it sounded like my guitar, but with the, just a little bit of this kind of fuzzy head on it. It sounded like, uh, I kind of likened it to, um, my guitar tone got like a, a Guinness style, you know, uh, head on it, like a, like a beer with, you know, like a dark beer with a big, uh, big head on it. And, uh, I really liked the sound of it. 
Now, the, the boost was fine, but it was, of course, the fuzz that I really cared about. And I was like, well, what is it? Uh, why does this sound so different than other fuzzes? And he said, well, it's got this NKT275, uh, you know, a germanium transistor. And then also the sun faces have a clean mix uh, control. And I've got the clean mix set pretty high. Like, okay. So I thought, well, I'm just going to go home and I'm going to buy one of these things. Well, I get online and, of course, it turns out that the NKT275 uh, germanium transistor is horribly expensive. Uh, been knocked off a bunch. And so all the Sunface pedals that have those in there are crazy expensive, you know, going 800 to $2,000, depending on which version of it they had. So I looked at those for a while and then I just decided, I, I you know, yes, I know I've got a, a blackface Fender and a, and a 50s, you know, Esquire and stuff, but I just couldn't, I couldn't fathom paying that much money for a, for a fuzz pedal yet. So I contacted Analog Man, uh, Mike there, and I told him, you know, that I'd played through a friend's, uh, you know, Sunline and I just wanted the fuzz and I wanted it for something where I could kind of, you know, for basically a clean tone with kind of like a little bit of fuzz on the, on the, on the top, like the head on a, on a, on a beer. So he recommended a, a two N germanium and, uh, and yeah, so that's what I, I ordered. So this is it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so and I, you know, paid full bang for it. You know, I didn't, uh, you know, Mike didn't offer a discount. I didn't ask for one. Uh, and yeah, so this is this is a really uh, a really fun and cool pedal. And I finally kind of get fuzz, and it's because of the clean blend. So internally, it has a, a trim pot, and I have it set pretty high where it's like, uh, a, you know, about sixty to seventy percent clean, and then the rest is fuzz. And that's why I have the fuzz kind of turned up you know, higher. And uh, then of course this is the sundial, which, um, you know, that controls it, the, the bias of the uh, transistor. So yeah, I just really love the sound of this thing. And, uh, it's really great for going, you know, straight into an amp and just giving you different sounds. And, you know, of course you have the thing that I played kind of at the beginning where I was playing, you know, kind of some dirty, Chicago style blues uh, on the neck pickup. I actually played on the neck pickup. Sounds pretty good on the bridge. course you know what's nice about a fuzz is if you have a good you know good taper on your volume control you can just turn it down a little bit and it starts to clean up. <laughs> 
Yeah, so it's a really nice, um, you know, ability to, to, to clean up a, a lot better than a lot of overdrive pedals do. And, uh, yeah, and you have kind of those famous, uh, you know, kind of neck pickup sounds. Of uh, really, really nice sounds at tap. I, I really, you know, it, it's a really good match for this guitar and, and this amp. It, uh, yeah, it kind of, you, you can kind of, you know, leave it on all the time and just kind of bring it in and out. And of course, if you probably, if you wanted to go Bakersfield or something like that, you probably want, would want to, you know, turn it off. But uh, yeah, and, and of course, you can get a lot more fuzz out of that, you know, of course, because, like I said before, I've got the uh, the clean mix up pretty high where there's a lot of, of dry signal coming through. So, really cool pedal. They're, uh, I don't know, I think they're around 230 bucks or something like that. Uh, I got it to where it has the, uh, the pot where it can turn off. Um, let's see, I'll put it in bypass so it won't make a big thunking sound, but you can, uh, you can come around here and it has a little detent on it. So when you hit that, and that's to save the battery, and this has no um, DC jack on it. And you really need to put a, a carbon style uh, battery in here, which you can get those like, well, I mean, a lot of like, you know, your Walgreens or Dollar Generals or even Guitar Center has them. They're uh, the Dan Electro branded uh, guys are, uh, are carbon and you can put them in here and, and they do make a big difference in the sound of these things. And uh, yeah, very happy with the two in sun face. And here are a couple pointers for the, uh, for fuzz pedals in general. Um, they don't really do well with uh, fragile vintage speakers. So like I probably wouldn't play, I'm, I haven't experimented yet with the Harvard with it, but I'm I'm not real excited about that because I fuzz just kind of can be hard on old speakers, especially if it has like the original paper on it and such. So it works really well with this amp because again, it's you know 22 watts and it's got a vintage 30 in it, and uh, and you know with the bright clip being uh, the bright cap being clipped really helps it to have a really you know smooth sound with it and such. But yeah. Yeah, uh, really, really happy with the uh, with the with the pedal, and, and it's been a, a, a lot of fun to, to fool with. So, thanks, Austin, for uh, you know getting me on the on the trail of something else to, to pick up. All right, last episode, I uh, you know talked about John Leventhal, and I talked about uh, one of the, the things that I stole from him was using a capo on electric guitar, which is just a fantastic thing, you know, because of course. You change the scale length of the guitar. You move the, you know, you move it kind of out of the range of some of the other instruments, and so it's just a really, really great thing. Here, a, a, here's a, a pointer or two. One is that you really need to have a capo that has the radi the proper radius for the guitar that you're using it with. So, 
a lot of guitars kind of have that 10, 12 radius, and that's not a big deal. You don't have to get it like a specific 10 or a specific 12, but it is a big deal on vintage fenders because being that it's 7.25 or seven and a quarter, that's a very curved radius versus anything else. And so you really need to get the right capo for this. And so this is a Shub C4. And that's, you know, one of the few models that, that really has that super curvy, um, you know, radius. So it will go on there well and keep the guitar in tune. One of the problems you'll have if you use a capo that's too flat on a vintage radius guitar is some of the strings will move around when you're bending. And all of a sudden you'll have a string that's like caught up over here and that's not good. <laughs> and it just mashes things funny. And it's hard enough to keep a guitar in tune when kind of going from open to a capo, but then when you add having the wrong radius on there. And of course, you know, you know, there's classical guitar capos that are completely flat and they're and they're wider. You have twelve string capos that are just wider but still slightly curved. You have mandolin, you have all those other things. And and, and I like a variety of capos, but the Shub has just always been a one that I've trusted and, and used for a long time. And uh I love the fact that they have this yeah, C4 model for uh, for old fenders or old style fenders, so that uh, you can you can get it right. And uh, yeah, then uh, let's see if I have the fuzz on. Uh, the thing I played at the beginning was just uh, me again trying to play some you know Chicago style blues. I, you know, think about you know Howlin' Wolf and things like that. And that's just... guys hope you've enjoyed today's episode kind of with my uh, fuzz journey and a little bit about capo and i hope you all have a, a great week and i'll see you next time bye-bye Thanks for listening to the Ask Zach podcast. If you want to dive deeper, check out my website, askzach.com, to find more articles and further info on each episode. And remember, it is the support from you, the listener, that keeps the show going. Thank you, friends.